Hi, this is Zoe Zuniga with the Mind Body Clarity Lifestyle Blog Podcast. Hello from lockdown in Silicon Valley. This is a podcast about public health experts calling for help to prevent future pandemics. We started a soft lockdown here in Palo Alto on March 12th of 2020, and it is now April 25th. The new normal has set in. It is considered impolite to walk on the path too near someone else, so I get off the path or walk in the street when someone's near, and I only go to the store once a week, and I wear a mask and gloves to the store. You can find links to the scientific studies and resources on this post that go with this podcast at mindbodyclarity.com. I'm converting all of my content gradually to audio and video for those of you who like those formats better, and eventually I will start bringing guests. Public health experts have been warning us for decades that intensive animal agriculture is the origin of most of our communicable diseases and that we need to change the food system fast. For instance, Margaret Chan, Director General of The Who at the 69th World Health Assembly, called animal agriculture one of the three, quote, slow motion disasters that will soon reach a tipping point where the harm done will be irreversible, unquote. Focus on vaccines is just a band-aid when the root cause is staring us in the face from our plates. COVID-19 might just be a dress rehearsal for something much worse. Check out the Root Cause of COVID-19 video by Plant-Based News. There's a link on my site, or you can go directly to Plant-Based News. COVID-19 has been devastating for families who have lost loved ones, as well as the worldwide economy, and we don't even know what the total damage is yet. But luckily, COVID-19 is a fairly mild novel virus with a relatively low mortality rate and the contagion level compared with some of the other virulent viruses that have emerged on the last 20 years is much less. For instance, replace COVID-19 with Ebola virus or the Nipah virus or some other novel virus strain with much higher contagion rates and mortality rates, and it would have just about ended human life on the planet at this point. Imagine if grocery stores had shut down due to lack of healthy staff to run them. Imagine food production coming to a total halt worldwide. Imagine the healthcare system shutting down completely. Imagine the internet stopping working along with electricity and other important infrastructure and basics. What if those became unavailable overnight? Yeah, COVID-19 shutdown has been devastating, but future outbreaks could be much worse, according to scientists and healthcare experts in the field of contagious disease. Ashaya Akhtar, MD, worked in public health until recently and says that, quote, three-fourths of human infectious diseases come from animals, unquote. The 300-pound gorilla that no one is talking about is that the main cause of all contagious disease is domesticated animals for agriculture and the frequency of outbreaks is increasing over the last 20 to 40 years. I was really shocked to find out that most of our contagious diseases come from livestock from factory farms and not just a few rare cases of viruses like COVID-19 from exotic wildlife wet markets. 
Most governments and healthcare strategists are not mentioning that zoonotic transfer has been the root cause for most of our contagious diseases over the last 10,000 years. Influenza, measles, smallpox, transferred from camels, typhoid from pigs, Spanish flu in 1918 probably spread from ducks to chickens and then humans, are just a few. Here's a quote from Sentient Media. The link again is on my site. Quote, the conditions that triggered the emergence of COVID-19 exist in plain sight on factory farms. Shouldn't governments take action before the emergence of another possibly deadlier epidemic rather than after? Unquote. How does intensive animal agriculture produce epidemics in human populations? So numerous outbreaks of dangerous novel viruses similar to COVID-19, but much more lethal, have erupted from factory farms, meat packing plants, and food lots, and not just from rare and exotic wet markets. For instance, you never hear of a human being catching Dutch elm disease or aphids. Plants are not the problem. Outbreaks of salmonella from leafy greens still have their source in animal waste that has been sprayed on those crops. All of our infectious diseases originally come from an animal host and jump to humans in a more lethal form from, uh, because of antigenic shift. So antigenic shift can happen when a virus jumps species and suddenly becomes more lethal in a new species that has no antibodies for the new virus. So a virus that gives a bat the sniffles could make pigs moderately ill and then jump to humans and become even more severe. So why are novel viruses so much more prevalent in the last 20 to 40 years? Well, in the 1990s, dangerous novel viruses that jumped species became more common when intensive animal feed operations reached a tipping point. In 1961, global meat production increased dramatically. Humans now consume about 44 pounds more meat each year than they did 60 years ago. In the 1960s, and even before that, in the 1950s, more than 50% of Americans made a living on small-scale family farms. Now, only 1% of the U.S. population uh, consider themselves farmers. The rest of food production is done by vertical conglomerates known as integrators. Dr. Selesh Rao, PhD, the founder of Climate Healer, says, quote, when humans kill one to three trillion animals annually to dine on their bodies and secretions, viruses are bound to jump from the victim species to the consuming species. This is how biology works, unquote. Evolutionary biologist Evolutionary biologist Rob Wallace, author of Big Farms Makes Big Flu, said in his book, quote, it pays to produce a pathogen that could bi- kill a billion people, unquote. A focus on vaccines and medical preparedness alone misses the point. If we ignore the root cause of viruses, will we be prepared for highly contagious viruses with a higher mortality rate next time? Vaccines and medications take time to develop and to produce the specific strains needed for specific viruses. Is it even possible to prepare for more virulent strains each year, or will we always be playing catch-up endlessly in an ever more depleted economy? 
the expense alone will make it prohibitive to give the vaccines and medications to the entire population of the planet. If we focus on fighting the latest virus with vaccines and medications instead of treating the cause, it will be like playing whack-a-mole with a new virus strain popping up faster than we can hit it unless we stop consuming so many animal products and limiting factory farming as a start. There are, of course, a myriad of other environmental issues that need to be addressed to make the planet safe for life again, but limiting or replacing factory farming would be a good start. And the end goal should be limiting factory farming to confined plant feeding operations. Michael Greger says in his book, Bird Flu, A Virus in the Hatching, quote, to create a global pandemic, build factory farms, unquote. So why public health experts call for a predominantly plant-based diet? They want to reduce the risk of epidemics. They want to reduce the risk of heart disease, diabetes, and obesity, because reducing these compromised immunity diseases, uh, these diseases cause higher mortality rates during the COVID-19 pandemic, we're finding. The highest mortality rates have been in countries that have the highest rates of these lifestyle diseases. Diabetes, people with heart disease, and those who are overweight or obese are dying at much faster rates than other people. Meat and dairy consumption can compromise the microbiome, our main producer of immunity. And again, I have links to all of these um, with proofs of what I am talking about. I'm not just making this all up. So steps you can take now to reduce the risk of future novel virus outbreaks. You can cut down on meat, fish, poultry, and dairy, and eat a plant-based or plant-strong diet and boycott meat and dairy conglomerates as much as possible. And support alternatives like lab-based meats and meat alternatives. Resources for eating plant-based, I have a bunch of links. You can go to Mind Body Clarity resources page. You can also go directly to Forks Over Knives. Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine is another site. They have links to actual plant-based doctors. Nutrition Facts is Dr. Greger's site for science-based research on nutrition. Dr. McDougall has a ton of plant-based recipes and a learning channel as well. Dr. Dean Ornish is a lifestyle medicine specialist covered by Medicare and other insurance. And the Plantrition Project is another uh, site for doctors who uh, can help with nutrition. The Rich Roll Meal Planner helps you with daily meal preparation and planning. Really, really easy and tasty. So important small steps that can leverage big results are buying from local farmers whenever you can. You want to support and demand regenerative and organic farming techniques. Support and demand lab-based meats and other types of meat substitutes. And demand a reformation of conglomerate farming structures. There's a lot of political stuff you can do if you really want to get dig in there and help change the laws. The best way to make sure you have control over a healthy microbiome and your immune system is to grow some of your own food. And there are a lot of easy ways to grow food at home, even if you don't have a lot of space. Food Not Lawns is one wonderful site for this type of thing. I also have links for vertical aeroponic gardens, vertical hydroponic gardens, 
um, that you can either do it yourself or buy kits to uh, gradually build up your vertical gardens. If you own your own home and still have money after the corona outbreak, you could be prepared with water cisterns and solar power and off-grid energy as much as you can, gray water systems, etc. You could join climate healers to promote safer food sources and a better uh, structure for our economy that is good for the planet. Also, please speak out and share this information. Thanks for listening and take care.